0: If you want to help your children, if you want to help your kids grow, heal, and change, put on your own healing first. I've had several people in comments like ask like, hey, how do I help my kid not become a narcissist? Because I'm noticing like narcissistic behaviors. I'm noticing like, wow, they seem really entitled. They seem really selfish. Like there's a lot of stuff that I'm seeing that just seems like narcissistic. Like, what do I do? You know, if you've been involved with a narcissist or you've been in a marriage or relationship with a narcissist, you know that there's huge aspects about that affecting the kids. And as a result, you're like, Hey, I don't want them to turn out like this. I don't want them to become toxic in nature. I don't want them to engage in certain activities that are going to make them awful. A lot of times people reach out sometimes in desperation of like, hey, I need help. How do I actually figure out this? How do I actually help avoid and combat the toxicity that's been placed in their lives the toxicity that has been in our lives for so long? How do I combat that so they don't become a narcissist? Mm -hmm. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on multiple different platforms every single day. If you haven't had a chance, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Follow us on all those under Raw Motivations. And if you're curious about listening to the podcast while you're driving to work or something like that, then look up Raw Motivations as well on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, all over the place. If you want to talk or work with me one-on-one through coaching to help get clarity through the confusion and the crazy making that you've gone through, reach out to Raw Motivations. So RawMotivations.com is where you can find all of that. If you want to hear the wife's perspective, check out the Apple podcast that just released here uh, a little while ago called Trauma, Drama, in Life, where you hear my perspective and my wife's perspective as we sit down and just talk to you about life. Uh, We'd love to be able to interact with you, hear stuff. You can write an email. You can drop an email in the contact form on um, rawmotivations.com just to be able to hear more because we're trying to be able to show people just a little slice of our lives what's been going on. Last but not least, if you need community to help you understand that you're not alone through the shit that you've been going through then look at the NARC app. Just go to NARCapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com. Stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. NARCapp.com. really has community, has courses, has exercises, has accountability, has weekly lives, has monthly coaching, everything like wrapped into one and more stuff to come that we're trying to help help people. Can't talk. Try to help people as they heal, grow, and change on a day-to-day basis. Would love to have you engaged there, okay? Anyways, diving in. How do we help your child? not be a narcissist because they get affected by a lot. Those early formative years get affected by a crap ton of stuff when you're in that toxic relationship. A lot of times we don't realize how much is actually picked up. A great phrase is it's, it's not just about what's, what's being taught. It's about a lot of times what's being caught because a lot of times kids will catch a lot more information. They'll catch a lot more learning than they will just being taught. Hey, this is how you do this. How, this is how you do this. They'll, they'll attach to behaviors and personalities that they see exemplified to them. It's hard because in a narcissistic household, you've got a lot of different roles that the kids end up falling into. You've got the golden child, the scapegoat, the caretaker, like many other different roles that end up being, hey, you fit in this box and I'm going to be nice to you or I'm going to blame you or all these different things that happen from the narcissistic person in your life. The problem is then that child is left with the idea of I'm not able to process my emotions, not able to feel safe. I'm not able to be present in this house, in this environment, because it's not safe. One of the biggest things that, that I mentioned, people, just starting off, and we'll dive into it more, but just starting off, is if you're in a toxic relationship and you have kids, one of the best things that you can do to be able to help the kids is to leave, is to get out of that toxic relationship. Now, side note, I'm saying be careful, do it wisely, watch out for different laws, different custody battles, all that kind of stuff, there's there's a whole other aspect to it. But I want you to understand like the base level line of this aspect is you're not helping the kids by exposing them to toxicity. You're not helping your children grow up in an environment where they're constantly exposed to that toxic environment, to the yelling, to the screaming, to the abuse, to the emotional manipulation. That is not going to help the kids. So if you're latched on to like, but I just want them to be engaged with their dad, or I just want them to interact with their mom, stop fooling yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're putting a lot of young people in an environment to get influenced by a toxic person just to be able to keep a bond there. They'll get a bond, but it'll be a trauma bond. A lot of times you're not helping by staying in that relationship because it comes across as approving it. Maybe because you take a certain amount of the abuse and don't stand up to it. Maybe because sometimes you allow it to happen to avoid a bigger blow up. Or a bigger issue. A lot of times when you stay in the relationship, you're not helping the children as well with their confidence. Because they're seeing you beat down constantly. Mentally, emotionally, or even physically. Those are huge aspects that you can help your children not become that way. And to build a safe environment. But a lot of times that first step needs to be you need to leave. You need to get out. Sometimes people are like, but I want to keep that relationship with them. I want to be able to have them to have a relationship with their dad or with their mom. Best quote I think I've seen about parenting and about all this topic is it's better to have an absent parent than it is to have a toxic one. Because it's a lot easier to heal from a void in your life of, hey, I don't have a father figure. Or, hey, I don't have a loving mom. It's a lot harder to heal when you have a person in your life that says they're loving and they're abusing at the same time. That toxicity is much harder and causes years to be able to help heal from that. Maybe you're in a place where you can't leave yet or you're dealing with shared custody or parallel parenting. Totally get that. Totally understand that. So what we're going to dive into here is one of the biggest ways, one of the first biggest ways to be able to help your kids with their interactions, help them not become narcissists anything like that, seems really counterintuitive. It seems opposite of what you would think. You're like, hey, I want these lists of things I need to do. I want to make sure I show up for them this way. I want, I want to know how I need to engage, all this kind of stuff. One of the first things you need to do to be able to help your kids is you need to heal yourself. You need to work on you because you can't fix someone else, but you can fix you and you can help that to overflow into the people's lives that are in your life on a day-to-day basis. You might have stuff that you struggle with on a day-to-day basis, not because of the relationship, but because of your upbringing, because of the, the upbringing that you went through, the parents that you had, the people that taught you what was caught, not taught, but like the things that were that you came through life that you're like, hey, this is what I struggle with now, a lot of times you're gonna pass that down or you're gonna pass the opposite down because you try to swing the pendulum to the opposite side. Whenever whenever you go flying, we went flying just a little bit ago because we uh we took a trip and and when we go flying, you know, they they get up and they they do the little you know song and dance of like, hey, make sure to do this, make sure to do this, make sure to buckle up, make sure and then they stop for a second, and they talk about the mask. Okay, they talk about like, hey, if there's, a, if there's an issue or we lose cabin pressure, there's issues, these masks drop down. they say, what's the thing they always say? They say, put on your own mask before helping someone else. And you need to understand if you want to help your children, if you want to help your kids grow, heal, and change, put on your own healing first. Because if you don't, you're not going to be equipped to help them. What are the kids looking for so they don't turn out to be narcissists? They're looking to be seen. They're going to be heard and they're looking to be safe. They're going to be seen of like, hey, do I actually matter? Do I actually matter to you? Do I actually matter to someone else? And then how does that actually match up to like, hey, I can validate myself without needing someone else's approval. But a lot of times early on, you have to be able to help coach them to that. You have to help them understand that they do matter apart from what another person says about them. They want to be heard. They want you to listen to them. Good, bad, ugly, it doesn't matter. They just want you to hear them, actually, actually hear them by being present, by being there, by being engaged and not judging, not judging when you listen, not judging with like, oh gosh, like I need to tell them this, or I need to work on this or whatever it might be. Just listen. There's nothing worse than a kid that wants to explain something and you're too busy trying to impose your own advice on them. As a kid, they don't care. They just want to be heard. The other one is safe. That it's okay for them to be them, faults and all. They'll still be accepted. They'll still be loved by you. Because they're not gonna get that with toxicity. They're not gonna get that with an unhealed parent. They're not gonna get that with a toxic parent. They need to be seen, heard, and safe. A couple of advices that we'll jump into don't parent around your inconveniences. You'll have the narcissist that will do that, but also just regular everyday people will parent around their inconveniences. Stop doing this. Stop doing this. Why? Because I don't want you to. It's not because there's actually a reason. It's not because there's actually a logic explained. It's not because there's actually a why behind it that shows the child, hey, this is what you need to do because you might get hurt or because this might happen. It's just like, hey, stop doing that because I don't like it. Don't parent just to be opposite of what you had. A lot of times you'll have parents that have messed you up in different ways, that have hurt you, that have not given you love or affection in certain ways, and you go into being like, hey, I'm not going to be that parent. And as a result, you go into the next relationship. You go into having kids, and you're like, hey, well, at least I'm not that parent. But then how are you showing up intentionally in this that's not swinging it to the opposite side, but is actually living the way that you want your kids to be able to live on a day-to-day basis? One of the things that is you know, controversial, Gentle parenting, respectful parenting. The person that I follow on on Instagram, uh, the considerate mama. She's got a lot of good content there. A lot of controversial content that people are like, oh, like this and this and this. A lot of times we get into this, especially in like the Christian and the religious community of like, oh, well, you just need to do this. You just need to make the kids conform. You need to make the kids do what they're supposed to do. But a lot of times, what all that, all that happens is they beat, they shame, and they punish the kids instead of actually disciplining and helping raise them up. You see, you can try to raise a narcissist through all these stuff. But if you're beating them, if you're shaming them, if you're punishing them, instead of actually teaching that child how to grow, how to live, how to process emotions, how to live in a safe environment, you're not going to get anywhere. Counterculture with a lot of Christianity with a lot of religion, so you will probably get some flack on this. Who cares? I don't care. Like I had I had an interaction with someone that they were saying like, "Hey, like this is what I did and it made my child uh, like no longer do this." Like, all right, we'll get real. Okay, example, there's someone that was talking about like, hey, this happened either to me or to their child. It's just an example. Okay, this is a real example, but I'm trying to parse it out a little bit. Okay, this happened of like, hey, like the, cry, the the child is like screaming and crying. So they just left them sitting in the middle of the floor in the grocery store and made fun of them. They're like, that child's not going to do that again. But yeah, because you just shame them. You just beat them down in, uh, in front of other people and you just validated whatever they're crying about. Some people are like, oh, like that, that's, that's getting a little too, too close there. I don't like that. I don't care if you don't like it. I care about trying to help people understand how they can help heal, grow, and change themselves. But then they also have to bring that same empathy and that same love to the people that are in their lives, the little people that they need to try to help grow and change. Because the problem is if you only try to get conformity of their behavior, it's going to leave their heart unchanged. It's going to leave their actual motivations desires and the why behind what they're doing unchanged and they just know hey i need to comply with however i need to comply because it's not safe if i show this emotion around mom it's not safe if i show this question around dad it's not safe if i do this so i just need to do whatever they want me to do and then we wonder why they get into toxic relationships later down the road that's my tips hope that helps I want to let you know that you're not alone you're not crazy you're not hopeless Reach out for help.